you, you you had a shot you had a still shot basically of a cup on a table for up to five seconds in this show why if the jedi are so powerful they can sense these things how come no one sensed anything okay so she went out into space she had a suit on <laughs> mm-hmm i'm just mm-hmm <laughs> unlike I'm, I, unlike leia who went out into space and Mary Poppins her way back Mary onto Poppins her shit. Back in. <laughs> <laughs> she cannot just immediately use the force, which I love. I think that's fantastic. So they kind of combined the two movies into this, which that's the thing with Star Wars is there's so many callbacks that it's find something new. Hello, all of you wonderful people out there in podcast land. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. My name is Will. My name is Chuck. And there is no Lee. There is not going to be a Lee. He is on vacation, away. He's he's, camp he's, glamp he's he's glamping, camping. He's camping. He's camping. Camping. Okay, good for him. He's camping. Okay, yeah. <laughs> camping. He's camping. Is it real camping? camping? Is it real camping, oh. or is it like a like a, like a one of those pre-made camp areas that are like at the foot of? Mount Washington, <laughs> like in Conway. Like, oh, this is this is like this is a campground. Okay. And it's on a little lake. It is in the middle of nowhere. The funny thing is, is he's in his thirty-year-old makeshift. Um, RV is it an RV? A trailer? Like he actually, a, it's a, it's he like, actually it's took that out. He actually. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, before he went out, he's like, so it rained a lot the past few days, and it didn't leak, so I'm bringing it camping. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an RV. This is not like a Breaking about, Bad RV with Lee out in the middle of nowhere with an RV. This is no, like this a, is a trailer. <laughs> trailer, tow. Yeah, it's a collapsible one. And talk about do-it-yourselfer. Lee is like the ultimate do-it-yourselfer. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm, I'm it's well hilarious. aware. I'm well aware. I just love how his things go from one thing to another. Because when he first got it, he told me he was like, yeah. You know, I'm just going to use it for hauling things around, that kind of thing. And now you're telling me that he actually took that thing on a camping trip. Okay. Yeah, well, he has two trailers. He has an actual trailer where he hauls things around with. Yeah. And then he has, he found for $800, like this, it was 800 bucks. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. <laughs> I would run. I would run so far. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. If it's like, if the pictures that he sent me of that thing are worth anything, I, I would not spend $800 on that. The Breaking Bad trailer is RV. I would rather. Maybe. With all of the stuff in it, I would oh, rather yes. go. <laughs> with all of the stuff in it, yes. That's 800 bucks well spent. But that, no, no thank you. Bullet holes included. <laughs> but in, Yeah, exactly. But, it, well, it's ventilation, so it's good, right? Exactly. You know what's funny? We're talking about all of You guys were right. After a while, the, the taste of Breaking Bad does start to wear off when yeah. you're watching TV shows. Like, how pertinent, like, how prominent it was when I, when I, after I finished the, the whole season, whole series. Now, though, when I watch a show, it still is my standard <laughs> um yeah i can see how i it's, yeah it's one of my standards i'm like there's still there's not as much as i love star wars the storyline doesn't even compare to no, breaking bad not at all not at all not at all you're there's right there's a lot that doesn't even compare to breaking bad and it's it, it's uh uh 
I'm with you. Mm. I'm with you on that. But but I, and I love that the good that the main character doesn't survive. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> but well, no, you're right. He doesn't survive, which is I love it. Yeah, I love it. It's great. It's great. But no, the 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 taste of it eventually wears off. The more and more you don't like, you get away from it. You get back to like regular things. But it's always going to be there. It's always there for me. I mean, between that, always there now. Between that, for me personally, between that, Sopranos, and I want to say it's either a toss-up between The Wire or Mad Men. Those are always going to be my standards. Nothing is ever going to be able to touch with those. I never watched any of those shows. Okay, I never watched because they were they were just they were just so big. Yeah, I was like, it was a lot to take in. So I started TV shows like. Suits, where the right. first season was good, and then after that, it was just downhill. It was that, da- yeah. Um, I took on the charge of twenty four. I watched all eight seasons, plus I watched the movie. That's nuts. Um, <laughs> that was fun. That was a show for me. Fell off in like the third or fourth season. Whatever season opened up, and he was a junkie because like he had to like do work with the cartel. I was like, okay, this is way too much. Now he's a junkie, and now we have to go through like this whole day with him going through withdrawals. I'm done. I, I yeah. I'm sorry. It's all one day, and yeah. how much crap happens to him in one day? Like if we ever, if a we lot. ever went through what he went dead. through that one, we, not a chance. You're dead. <laughs> not you're a dead. chance. So you're talking about you're talking about a guy. You're talking about a guy who's like in these hyper, hyper, like unbelievable scenarios where there's like explosions and there's gunfire and people are trying to kill him. And throw on top of that that he's on no sleep for like 36, 48 hours. If you look at the show, it's like, absolutely not. No, I would fall asleep at the wheel of a car and I'm dead. And that would be, and that would be the, I mean, the, the cool thing about that show was it actually took like each hour was an yeah. hour of the show. I, yeah. I liked that concept was really cool. Yeah. However, if you actually followed somebody for an hour, for like their whole day, it would be like, 12 hours of downtime, <laughs> probably six hours, six hours of fluff. And then like a few hours here and there of stuff actually going on. So it wouldn't actually be what he like. It's so unrealistic. it, was, it is. It's it it so is really it's really unrealistic. And you have to manage your expectations. What I most remember is like the, from the first season, there was like an episode where it's like Jack Bauer, you are under arrest. You're under investigation. And it's like settled within an hour and he's back out on the street in the next episode. And I'm like, no, right. absolutely not. <laughs> this investigation is not over in an hour, sir. No, stop. Well, but it, no it, chance. It, it it was but I thought I liked the first two, three seasons of that show, I thought were fantastic. After that and it was it like eh, yeah. The it same was thing over yeah, and over and over. It was over the again. same thing over and over and over again. But even though Lee is not here, he did provide us with notes because I did ask him, listen, you're Wait. the you're the Star Wars expert. I, Chuck and I are not gonna be able to replicate what you do with this. So please provide us with notes. And he actually did. For this week's episode of Ahsoka, episode three, titled Time to Fly. Uh, this episode was really short. It, I was actually surprised. Was I was it, 30, really surprised. Like 38 minutes? 35 Something, yeah, 35, something like that, 38 yeah. minutes. It was really, really short. Um, And not a lot happened in the way of, like, progressing the story. It was just, like, a couple of fights like you had, you know, the space fight and you had um what's her name? 
excuse me, doing all the training and everything. Um, it was okay for what it was for this limited series, I guess. Um, we get our second shot of, like, the purgle that are out there flying around a space that looks like giant whales, but for whatever reason, they have, like, tentacles, like, at, on the bottom half like, of their body. It was, yeah. Weird. Yeah, kinda. Kinda it's weird. Like half octopus, half whale. Yeah. Okay. That's a thing now. Mm -hmm. I, I love how she... Okay, so she went out into space, and she had a suit on. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just... Mm -hmm. <laughs> unlike um, I, unlike Leia, who went out into space and Mary Poppins her way back Mary onto Poppins a ship. Her way back in. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate that that they actually put like a suit on her so she could you know breathe. That was clever. So, so I'll be honest, it looked cool. I hated that entire scene though. Hated yeah. that entire scene. Two lightsabers against three spaceships. Like no. Yeah. <laughs> It's a bit she's much. Deflecting, it's she's a bit deflecting much. Yeah, right? from a ship. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It looked ridiculous. I'll say that it looked it looked so stupid. Because like they're firing at the ship and she's like not doing a good job because that clearly the ship's getting hit. But she's just I don't I don't know. That was a lot to take in. Yeah. <laughs> that one scene I was like, yeah. Like she's just like doing flips in space and it's you're going up against spaceships. Like when she came out, I'm like, if she, I actually, I said to myself, I said, if she pulls out her lightsabers and tries to fight them with lightsabers, then she cut a ship in half with her lightsaber. I was like, I noped out in that scene. Yeah. I was like, I'm good. It I'm was, good. That was a lot. It was a little ridiculous. <laughs> it was a little ridiculous. Just a like little Like a Jedi bit. lightsabers, cool. I don't know. There was, there, there was Destroying no. Destroying like... a ship. So. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I want to get into some of Lee's notes because he does a much better job at breaking this down than I ever possibly could, or you could for that matter. He's he's a Star Wars True. guy. And the first thing that he has written down here is, as expected, everything is directly connected and following Rebels and Clone Wars canon, and they're actually doing a great job of adapting it to live action, yet keeping it, yet still keeping that feel. So, I don't know what feel he's talking about because those were animated and this is live. I don't know what feel he's talking about. If he's talking about just like what, what, what I don't, I, I haven't actually have no idea what he means here. Keeping the feel, still keeping the feel. I have no idea. I'm lost with that one. I'm lost. Or just keeping the feel that it's like the whole rebels canon. Like it probably feels like remember when we when you when you first watch Phantom Menace. You're like, this doesn't feel like Star Wars. Not at all. I'm guessing what he means when he watches is it feels like maybe it's a continuation of what Rebels is. It still feels like Star Wars. It feels like what you're you're getting the feeling of what you're expecting versus, oh, I want to watch Boba Fett and what I thought I was going to get, I'm, I'm not getting. You know, when I watch Phantom Menace, it's not at all what I was expecting. <laughs> I wanted Star Wars, not, you know, this bright, animated, whatever it, is, it was. It but. is, it, it does, I mean, it fits, it feels like, it feels like the prequel trilogy, I'll say that. Like, this show, much like Obi-Wan, felt like the prequels. This doesn't feel like In an the, OG Star Star Wars thing, like, I understand that. This feels very much like right. the prequels, especially the way that you have... 
you know, the the, the space battle, dogfight, whatever you want to call it, like that entire sequence, even though I think it was stupid that she was on the ship fighting them with lightsaber, I thought the whole thing felt very, very uh, prequel-esque. Even when you have the fighters come in and they're clearly like the bad guys, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them, Grey Walkers, Sith, you know, Dark Side, whatever you want to call them, even when they're coming in, like their ships look like post, like pre-imperial. Right, and I do. I did like that. I thought that was a really cool aesthetic. But that, that's Even just. I mean, what the, the ships, the ships that I when they were when they were doing the whole dogfight, what it actually brought me back to was um, World War Two, and the the German planes that they used to dogfight with. They looked a lot like that. Kinda. They yeah. had the smaller wings. Yeah. They had the, they had the bigger nose where the propeller would usually be. Mm-hmm. And they actually even shot like the planes did then too. Like they were just quick. Yeah. And they were just, it was very quick. Um, and they were, and it wasn't, it wasn't constant. Like the TIE fighters had that, you know, beep. And then it would stop. And it was beep, beep. These were very quick, very fast. It was dog, they were dog fighting. Yeah. Whereas X-Wings didn't do that the same way. This portrayed that very well i really? actually appreciated that night that world war ii 1940s feel to the dog fighting and it's it's cool the way that it was done i just could have done without her on the ship and i also could have done without like the new hope callback where she jumps into the the shooting booth or whatever it is and she's like getting ready and she's like it was such a callback to like when luke jumped on 100%. it in the millennium falcon it was such like a thing for that i i mean yeah, I I forgive it, but at the same time, it's like this isn't this isn't that. Like you don't have to do that well, was, here. Everybody knows the story, right? It was New Hope meets. It was it Force Awakens where she found the Millennium Falcon. It, whatever the first one was, I don't know the titles of those movies. Yeah. <laughs> because in that movie, when she finds it, the 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 guns get stuck. Yeah. And she has to dive, and that's exactly what happened here as well, too. And they did the they did a very similar. So they kind of combined the two movies into this. Which that's the thing with Star Wars is there's so many callbacks that it's find something new. Don't go crazy. Don't go crazy. Like we're talking last week about times about time travel. If <laughs> they actually introduce time travel, it's, it's no longer Star Wars. I think. Yeah. Um, but I think to your point though, this big ring. That they're talking about right now. There's six light speed engines that are going. They're massive. I mean, these <laughs> things are massive. Yeah. I think they're going to use something like this to actually. They're going to accidentally. Accidentally. Wouldn't that be a trip? That would be awful. <laughs> okay, so we're trying to go to another galaxy, but we're accidentally going to travel back in time. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't put it past Disney to do something like this at this point. I wouldn't. If it happens, it happens, and I'll, you know what? I'm along for that ride because I just I want to see how this train wreck eventually just like implodes. Because that's what's going to happen. Like you're going to open up Pandora's box with this entire thing. I at least at well, least they, I they, think they did they it with. Know. Well, they did it with MCU. I think yeah, that yes. when 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 Disney bought out MCU, it was the it was the beginning of the end, and they're doing it now with with. With Star Wars, and if George Lucas was dead, he would be rolling Oof. over in his grave right now. Maybe, maybe I I still don't. 
I think there's a lot of people out there who miss George just because, like, well, at least it was his vision. And you got to remember, this is the guy that did the prequel trilogy, and those movies are not great. Like, that was his that was his final gift to Star Wars was the prequel trilogy. They're not good movies. They're not, but the story is still cohesive You're with right. the original three. You're right. If he stayed on board story-wise and just had his hands in it, where, hey, we're not going to change this, we're going to keep this, and, like, Filoni was still at the helm and still doing all this stuff, but he was bouncing ideas off of Lucas and doing all that stuff and leaving... Okay. And leaving Disney out of it. Like, if George just became the producer and was, like, paying for it and helping out and having his hands in it here and there, but wasn't writing it, directing it, and let somebody else newer, younger, you know, that has the newer visions today to take with it, and let George still be a part of it, I think we'd get a different... We'd get something different comparative now. But I think because Disney flopped so big on the sequel trilogy that... To your point, if they do introduce time travel, it's going to be all to rewrite the tri- the sequel trilogy. I'm also reading on because we're talking about like the callbacks in this episode. One of Lee's notes is the blind training in this episode was cliche but allowable. I don't understand how that's allowable. I kind of disagree with that. I thought that was really cliche, really on the nose, really a callback to... You know what Luke was what Luke was doing. They used, the, they used the same lines. I want you to feel it, yeah. Well he even said, How how can I see with the blaster down? Yeah. That was a line that she said. How can it I is, fight with the blaster down? It is. I'm like, really? It's it's very I do like I do like the Titan feel of this where they both fought blindfold where she, one was blindfolded and one wasn't, and they used practice swords. Versus the the little ball that shot out the little blaster ball. What um, I do like, I do like that she failed. I do like that she wasn't like immediately able to pull this off. Not like like Luke was able to immediately pull it off because like you know the force was strong with him, his father, blah blah blah. But this rando nobody wasn't able to do much of anything against Rosario in this like or uh, uh, Ahsoka in this scenario. I do like that that she's not just the the immediate. She couldn't even move. She couldn't even move a cup. Nope. Nothing. Good. <laughs> and and, and they, they messed up there as well, too, because I, I looked for it. I didn't see anything. After she tried moving the cup, and then she gets called to go into the, to go into the, the cockpit to do the fighting. Mm-hmm. The camera focuses on the cup for like three or four seconds. Nothing you happens. The, you were waiting for the cup to move. <laughs> I was waiting for something. Yeah. Why focus on the cup? What was the purpose of that? You, you, you had a shot. You had a still shot, basically, of a cup on a table for up to five seconds in this show. Why? This is a good point. <laughs> this is a good point. There was, there, yeah, I didn't think about it like that. There was no reason to focus on the cup. Just walk away. Just walk away. <laughs> Just walk away from the whole thing. She couldn't do it. We're moving on. I agree with this. I like that. I didn't the even think about that before. I, well, I'm thinking like, okay, is something going to like, is it going to be like a, you know, delayed reaction and she just didn't realize it? You know, is something weird going to happen? We don't know, but nothing happened. I think if the, <laughs> so I think, it just left you hanging. I think if, uh, I think in that moment, if the cup moved, 
like after she walked away, if the cup moved then, you would have fans out there speculating about what moved the cup. Like, because she walked away, so, you know, woogity boogity, who else is on the ship? Oh, my God. Like, you would have been hearing about that. I think that's probably one of the reasons why that was a decision that they chose not to go down that road, which, fine. Um, But I do. I like that she's... I like that she's bad at this. Yes. I love that she's bad at this. You know, if there's she's one... She's not Ray. No. It, it, I was just about to say that if there's one massive mistake, and I'm not saying this to be insulting, but if there was one massive mistake that the sequel trilogy made, it was making Ray a Mary Sue. Just she's immediately really good at everything. I hated that right. about the um yeah. about the prequel, about the, the prequel, about the sequel trilogy. It was so bad. Here, it's actually like she is training to become this. She cannot do anything. Yeah, she can fight a little bit. Yeah, she's good at tinkering around with electronics, but who cares? She cannot just immediately use the Force, which I love. I think that's fantastic. I would much prefer to watch her character like grow into something like that, if that's even going to happen. So right. that's, that's you actually... You know what's funny? Is this past week, I um, because of this show, <laughs> I was like, oh... I just want to go back and just my son's four years old and I'm like, here we go. I'm going to, I'm going to just go all the way through with him. So I started him on Phantom go. Menace. Oh no. I started him on. <laughs> well, now that we have everything, I'm just going to start on episode one and just go uh... all the way through. It's <sighs> tough. I know I want to start episode four, but I was like, I don't I'm think gonna... I don't I just I disagree with that. I don't think anybody's introduction to Star Wars should be Phantom Menace. That's like the worst possible place to start. Like you have to start like this is my childhood and start with New Hope and then go and then they ruined it with this and then they ruined it even more with these three over here. That should be the way everybody is introduced to Star Wars. It should be you have I, to I... You have to start with. I totally with the... agree. Okay. It's just he's four, so fine. he's not gonna. That's fine. But, okay. Okay. Fine. But he he got into it, and I was like, at first, he's like, no, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> and he started he started getting into it, and he couldn't take his eyes away. And then the pod race came up, and he was like glued to it. And that's from the that point on. That's the best part of that movie is the pod race. Oh, it's it's amazing. It's fantastic. Well, it's the, the fight against Darth Maul is really good too. I like the uh, yeah, I like the fight too. But um, so the fight the fight scenes are actually in that movie are really really good. The pod racing is really really good. It's the special effects that ruin that movie and Jar yeah. Jar Binks. Yeah, it's the special effects and Jar Jar Binks that ruin that movie. If it wasn't for those two things, it would be a much much better film. I think you're right though. I think that uh, maybe you're right. Because like I could absolutely see how the prequel trilogy would appeal to kids a lot more because it it's so colorful and it's so lively right. and you have this you have this goofy character named Jar Jar making a fool out of himself all over the movie and it's really funny and there's poop jokes all going along with him I can understand that how kids would right. really yeah I get that I get that that's fine um I do <laughs> okay so I do want to move on there was something else in this episode that I hated and it's tropey. Where it's like, here's the here's the, the the commander or the general or the person on the ground who's like seeing everything, and then like that person has to go appeal to their bosses about, hey, this thing is going on, and their bosses don't listen at all. And it's just, well, why did everything go to hell? Well, you should have listened to me in the first place. We wouldn't that exact thing happened in this episode, and I hated it. You have her, you have general what's her face. 
telling the council, listen, Thrawn is out there, something's going on, and the council's like, yeah, we don't need to investigate this, don't worry about it. Yeah, no, no problem, dead. no problem. You even have one of the council members going, there, there are people, there are ex-imperials all over our government right now, and it's never been a problem before. I don't see why it would be a problem now. Like, you absolute moron. What is, why does this always happen? Every time. Well, we just, we just arrested this guy because he actually was like, <laughs> hail to the empire, basically. Hail to the empire. Long live the Empire, hail to the Empire. A bunch of people went to jail. You had to, we found out in this episode they had to shut down an entire facility because this it was this problem. But still the council is like, yeah, we don't need to worry about this. Don't worry. You're just ah, eh, you're just being paranoid. Don't worry about anything. And it's like, really? Really? You're not gonna help at all? So it's like, nope. okay. So later on, when this massive ship that 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 the bad guys are building to go get thrown like launches and takes off i don't want to hear anybody in government ask why was this allowed to happen well you let it happen because you didn't want to help us stop it it's so stupid it's so stupid why oh my what god I wanna, what i want to know is when there is no empire when there both times when there's no empire yeah or the beginning of the empire you know in the beginning these massive massive ships or spaces uh space stations get built and nobody knows about it the de two death stars no one knew it's like what how this giant like hyperspace ring I nobody knows about it i love it, it. Like, i absolutely love i love it though because it's just it screams of like you're all stupid like okay so yes. palpatine takes in in one movie palpatine took over and 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 bore the empire, and at the end of that movie, the Death Star is halfway built. Like you see it, it's like right there. It's like how is this being done? And nobody right. knew. You're right. You're one hundred percent right here. <laughs> I just like if the Jedi are so powerful, they can sense these things. How come no one sensed anything? Anything. You know, I've had I've had this opinion about about Star Wars forever. I don't think the Jedi are particularly smart. They they don't smart. they're not bright at all. They <laughs> they're they're really not. They're really not. Because you're absolutely right. This this massive construction on behalf of Al Palpatine, the Empire, is being built under you know the the uh, the old Republic. Like, um, like government, and no one knew anything was going on. Nobody knew what was up. Nobody knew this guy was up to no good. And here we go all over again, where you actually have General telling the council something's going on. And, and it, it makes it even worse because it was like she asks one of the guys, were you in the war? Oh, you weren't. You were just sitting back waiting to find out what side came up. I was in the war. I fought against these people. You would think that everybody would listen to her, but no. Right. No. I was there. It doesn't matter. No one cares. No. We're in charge. No. <laughs> so no, no. That, that's what matters. So, I, no, I, I totally agree with everything you're saying. Um, I think the best part of this episode was the, the, the space battles and the action that went on, aside from her pulling out her lightsabers whilst in space on top of her ship. Yeah. I thought that was a little campy. Um, it was ridiculous. Outside of that... I thought the rest of it was like aesthetically pleasing. It was fun. 
Um, if anything, this was a fun episode. Yeah, if it was anything, fun. anything, this was a fun episode. It was, it was a fun, fun episode. It didn't do a whole lot to like drive the plot, though. One thing, one thing that did happen that I thought was a little... I, I At first, I thought it was stupid, but then I forgave it. So when they land on the planet and they're in that like red forest area and they turn off their machines, they fly right over them. And then, you know, the dark side lady even says, hey, they must be hiding in the forest. Maybe we should, you know, regroup and turn around and go like they don't go back to look. They just leave them out in the middle of the forest. They turn all their machines back on. And it's like, OK, that was completely useless. I don't understand. I, did, I, I don't right. know. I didn't understand why it was done that way. But that, that could be just, just me nitpicking at the show. I want to read some more of these notes over here. Will, your question about Ahsoka's stoicness was a good one. She wasn't always so stoic, but became so when she started questioning the Jedi Order. If that's the case with this character, it needs to be implied a lot more than it is. That she questions right. the Jedi Order, or if she's questioning the Jedi at all. Like, you're taking on a Padawan, you're palling around with this droid who is, like, very much like Jedi teacher, trainer, whatever this droid was. If she's questioning, like, the Jedi Order at all, she it, the show needs to come out and say that in, 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 in some way, shape, or form in order for me to get that. Um, in this episode, we see a good mix of who she was and who she's going to become, perfectly executed by Rosaria Dawson. Lee really enjoyed the Purgle in this episode. He's digging the story. He just wonders where it's going to go. Um, of course, he. I think he's on the same page as us when I was just complaining about the trope of, like, the person on the ground complaining to bosses and it goes nowhere. Oh, my God. The Chancellor and Counselor scene was expected and it was well played. And that's basically all he said. <laughs> well played? What does well played mean? He just thinks that the scene was well played, I guess. And he obvious, and I didn't finish reading, he disagrees with us. Ahsoka on top of the ship. Well done. Like the show. If he liked this... <laughs> Our friendship is now at question because uh, yeah, a little scene. bit, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> That's, I, I that was the worst part of the show. I agree, I agree. But clearly, he I, he liked it. He liked it. It's like it, I just, I looked at it. I was like, uh, when she's like, stay here. I'm like, what is she gonna do? I'm going out there. And then she goes out there, and I'm like, <laughs> what is she gonna do? And then she walks out there, and I'm like. What is she doing? And then she pulls out her lightsabers, and I'm like, "You're an idiot." Okay, so <laughs> hang, hold on, hold on, hold on. So she does, she does the jump off the ship, right? And she does the whole, you know, somersault in the air, air, and cuts the ship in half. And she lands back on the ship, but then something else happens, and she has to jump, and now she's floating away in space. So, yep. are we just are we being selective with gravity in the way that it works? Like it's perfectly fine for her to cut a ship in half, but when she has to jump, that's no, we can't, we can't do that. She has to float off into space. Yes. <laughs> no, we needed a cool way for her to have the ship adjust so it tapped her, so it brought her back down. Okay. 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 So sure. the, here's the thing too: is Sabine is clearly a better, a better, a better, a better pilot than Ahsoka. One hundred percent. I think that's the the show's 
getting that out there. That, that's the whole so point behind. The, so put Sabine in the pilot seat and put Ahsoka in the gun, sh- in the gun Ab- seat. Absolutely. Change it up. The whole, the whole point of the pilot episode where she's like speeding down that runway and she like cuts the brake and like skids right underneath the, the speeder or whatever there that was trying to stop her perfectly illustrates her ability as a pilot. Fantastic. Right. I, I, I do like that. Fine. And I agree with you here. Like, there's no reason why we should see Ahsoka pilot a ship ever again. <laughs> like, it's it absolutely be Sabine from this point on. I agree. Yes. Right. Absolutely. What's funny is I looked up, I mean, I, when we first saw her, um, the girl who plays Hera, mm-hmm. um, I was like, who is that? And what has she played in? She looks familiar. I just um, can't place it. So I'm going to name off. She, she was the main female character on... Scott Pilgrim, uh, what was it? Versus the World. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was the main character in a bunch of stuff. But from what I remember her from, she was the main character in Final Destination 3. That's another one of those series where all of those movies kind of run together for me. 100%. Like... Final Destination Except and for the Saw, logs. all of those, all of those movies kind of run together for me. I don't know which one is which. Like outside of the first ones, like everything else is just like okay, this is just a big mess now. <laughs> right. You have to admit though that when you're driving behind a log truck, oh, you don't. When you're in a car and then you're I, behind a log truck, your yes. first thought is your first Final Destination. Is, yes. Yes. Every time. Yes. Every it, time it makes no difference. It's never gonna happen, but it, 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 it's that's your thought every time. But she was in. She was in that. She also played the, the villain in Sky High. Okay. We've <laughs> ever seen Sky High. Never seen um, this. Um, but she's been in a lot of stuff. Um, Live Free or Die Hard. She was in. Okay. Um, the the new the revamp of the movie The Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So she she's done quite a bit of stuff. Um, she was in Birds of Prey. Which I haven't seen. That's where I know her from. That's where I know her from. I know her from Birds of Prey. That's where I know her from. Um, Birds of Prey is... It's a movie. It's, it's, a, it's a movie. So I don't understand. It's, it's, a, it's a Harley Quinn movie, right? Yes. But... Harley Quinn's the good guy? They they make her like the unofficial hero, and like she's going through this whole like existential crisis thing where it's like her and Joker broke up or whatever like that, and she's like fine whatever I don't need him, and she goes off and she forms like, like a Suicide Squad type Suicide film. yeah she's she's basically like the hero and the leader of the Suicide Squad, like that's how they kind of set that up. It's really. Seeing her, seeing Harley Quinn do that is really weird. It's really weird. It's not a bad movie. It's not a good movie. It's not, but it's not a bad movie. It's kind of eh. okay. Yeah, they tried. <laughs> it is. It's okay. It's okay for what it is. Is it? Because then they actually redid. They did a Harley another Harley Quinn movie, didn't they? I have no idea. No, she was in. She was in Suicide Squad, right? Yes, the new Suicide Squad. Yeah, and yeah. that was like the prequel to it. Sure, yeah. sure. If you, I don't know. I don't, I don't care. Know. I, I don't care. Them. 
I don't care about any of those them. movies. Neither. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna watch the um, either Suicide Squad. I'm actually like, yeah. I saw the first Suicide Squad with Will Smith. It's not bad. Like the like, I know, but like it's not. It was too. I don't know when they when they when when you have when you have a studio and they're handling these DC characters. I think it has to be done de- delicately. And if you're gonna make any of them the hero or the good guy, you can't just plop them in a scenario where they're gonna be the good guy. There has to be something else that happens. Like, why are they the good guys right, right now? Well, because Batman isn't here, so we have them. Okay, that makes no sense. <laughs> I'm out. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. done. Like we went, we went for, we went for how many decades of Batman like battling against like individual members of the Suicide Squad or whatever from like cartoons and comics and everything, and now all of a sudden here's this movie and they're the good guys now. Like no, no, Harley oh. Quinn should be like unremovable from Joker. Like they, they, like they should go together. All the like it's and ha- no, and nothing against Margot Robbie. I think she's a yeah. fantastic actress, but jeez. Okay, I think I'm done. Yeah, this is gonna be a real quick night. I'm done with this episode of. Uh, this is a real. This is a real quick episode. This is a real quick except episode. The, the majority of this episode was the dog fighting. Yeah, that was which, the majority of this episode was the dog fighting, and that was about it. Which is not something that you're ever gonna hear me complain about of the special effects when it comes to like doing space battles or dog fighting in Star Wars. I think they all look fantastic. They know what they're doing. Um, if there's one 100%. thing that I will, if there's one thing that I will say. You know, recently, and maybe this is just because of Disney's budget, so it's a positive, but they've always done something a little bit different in every, like, space battle dogfight they've done. They always try to add something different and new. Ahsoka was, Ahsoka outside of her ship was the new and interesting thing they did here. I don't like it, but at least they're trying something different, not just... They're they're right. flying through space. Space. They're trying to dodge one another. They're weaving in and out of this, that, and the other. Like it doesn't always have to be just that. You can do other cool and interesting things. And just because I have a problem with this doesn't mean that I want them to stop. They can. I want them to keep coming up with interesting ways to do dogfights. But yeah, that's um. I'm with you. All right. I'm with okay. you. All right. Very good. I'm You're done. Good. You're good. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Have a great one. Hey everybody, Lee from Black and White Reviews here. Just wanted to take a moment to thank you for tuning in, checking out our conversation. If you like this discussion and you want to hear more about this specific subject or other things, check us out on our podcasting sites, whether it's uh, Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Podcasts. We're up on pretty much all of them. Uh, So yeah, thanks again for popping by, and uh, yeah, be sure to like and subscribe. Thanks.